aloha and welcome everybody. This is Magdalena in another episode of Touchful Podcast. And I am so <laughs> grateful to be recording this episode for you. And today's episode is about gratefulness, gratitude, thankfulness, and all that it can bring to our lives. But before I dive into the episode itself, I want to give you a little bit of a um, background or like a meta story. Because uh, like if you are here for the first time, prepare for a crazy wild ride because my podcasts are uh, unorganized and weird and I sometimes lose the train of thoughts or I sometimes forget my English and then I create weird grammar. <laughs> so if you are here for the first time, I hope you will enjoy my uh, raw, authentic, true self. Welcome. Good to have you here. I am practitioner and teacher of Hawaiian Lomi Lomi Massage. I I live in Iceland, I am from Poland, and I explore touchful life, life full of passion and life full of being alive. <laughs> and a part of this touchful life is being grateful. That's why I bring this episode to you today. If this is not your first rodeo with me, then hello, welcome back, and especially warm welcome to all, all my... Um, regular listeners, I would say. I know that you are there and it's so good to know that you are there. And again, I am so grateful. I'm going to be using this word today a lot since this is an episode about gratefulness and gratitude. But I'm really, like jokes aside, I am so grateful for all of you who listen to this episode right now. And to those of you who are my regular listeners and you reach out to me, to write a couple of lines about how this and that episode made your day or changed your thinking or whatever. And I have one of my listeners, you know that I'm talking about you right now, keeps kind of like asking me and pushing me, when is the next episode? When is the next episode? Because this is my favorite podcast and I cannot wait to listen to the next episode. So thank you so much for all of you who support me on this, on this podcast journey. Because it's been, I don't know if you realize that, but it's been a year. It's been a year. I released the first episode a little over a year ago. Um, and this whole year of recording and talking to you, it's been a journey for me. And uh, I, I want to talk a little, about, a little bit about that. And believe me that it's gonna boil down <laughs> to the topic of gratitude eventually. Um, but I realized that the last episode that I recorded was in October, October. So it's quite a long time. I, I had one episode uh, that I released in December, which was with my dear friend and Lomi practitioner Ausgate, when we were talking together about Lomi and Aloha spirit and living in the spirit of Aloha. So if this is something that interests you, I highly, highly recommend to listen to that episode. It's a lovely one. But my last solo episode was in October. And before that, I used to record more or less regularly. There were some episodes that were like weekly, then some of them were bi-weekly or once a month, but it was more or less regular. And then all kinds of things happened in my life, which ended up with me not recording. And when I felt again that I want to 
come back to recording and to talk to you again. I wanted so much to do this episode about gratitude. And the first thing that I did, one of the first things, is that I sent a newsletter to all my subscribers asking you about what is the one thing that you are grateful for today. And I got so many beautiful, heartwarming, lovely, kind, inspiring, amazing responses from you that just just reading them alone <laughs> made me appreciate my life so much more. And I will be sharing some of, um, some of these um, responses that I got. I will be sharing some of them in today's episode as well. So I sent that newsletter and again, it was a couple of weeks ago. And I was doing, and I still keep doing that, this kind of experiment of practicing gratitude. I will be talking a little bit later about how gratitude is an emotion, but it is also a practice. So I introduced conscious practice of gratitude to much greater scale than I used to do it in my life. And I will be talking about all kinds of practices today that I was doing or that I am doing, something that you can try for yourself if you want to practice gratitude. When you think, I sometimes think about gratitude like like a muscle, some, something that you can practice, just like you can work your muscles and your body at the gym There are so many things that you can do that shift your perception into perceiving gratitude in everything that is around you. So this is something that I will be talking about. And I did that again. I lost my train of thoughts. Um, Yes, so I sent that newsletter. I got the responses. I started to much more consciously dive into practicing gratitude. I started to read more and more research about how gratitude um, influences our well-being in all kinds of amazing and positive ways. And then I got this complete paralysis, this feeling that I I don't know if I can do it. I, I, there was a moment when I felt that I'm not sure if I ever will be able to record a podcast episode again. I just felt this overwhelming feeling of that's how it felt I don't know how to put it in words but I felt stressed and overwhelmed and kind of unworthy of you know talking to you about such grand things like gratitude or creating the life that is about being alive I just got paralyzed and I'm talking about it because I always allow myself to have this stream of consciousness in a podcast. I am a little bit organized. I have here and there some notes around me, but most of the podcast is my stream of consciousness. So if you hang out with me in the podcast, like I said, prepare for the crazy ride. And I'm sharing this feeling of like paralysis and just being unable to just this belief that I am unable to deliver any kind of value into people's lives. Because I really believe that I am not the only one who feels this sometimes. So if you're like this, if you feel that you have something inside you, whether it's words, whether it's art, whatever it is, 
and you just feel paralyzed by the very thought of delivering it to the world, then I want you to know that you are not the only one. I am there and I have been there and I will be there probably many times in the future in this in this pit of despair <laughs> where I feel that I am just absolutely unworthy of you know speaking about this and that and who am I to do this who am I to say this who am I to suggest this and so on and so forth so that's one of the reasons why it took me so long to finally be able to record that episode so what happened that took me out of this pit of despair (laughs) I'm just gonna keep saying that because it's I don't know I keep laughing at this phrase I imagine myself you know in a pit of despair like oh poor me so one of the things that took me out of there was gratitude thankfulness gratefulness and being consistent with it like being consistent at going to the gym because when you go to the gym once you might feel good or you know that you accomplished a good thing but it's not gonna you know make your body feel amazing or it's not gonna give you long-lasting changes but if you go to the gym regularly then you start to feel the difference and very often you feel the difference first before you are even able to see the changes in your body and eventually your body changes and that's my experience with the gratitude with gratitude over last uh, almost two months little less than two months i think when i started to build my life around it or at the very very least to be really more conscious about it and inviting the feeling of gratitude and the practice of gratitude towards my life um, there were some immediate changes that i will be talking about but these immediate changes is something that you know it happens and it fades away but i just realized that because i've been consistent with it more or less again i will be talking about uh, more about it in a moment that there are some long lasting changes and one of these long lasting deep changes is that i realize that i'm being much more kind towards myself and that I think about myself with more gratitude and with more kindness and with more compassion. So today when I woke up, I did my gratitude practice yesterday in the evening like I do in most evenings. I woke up today, I did some morning meditation and I just felt in such good mood that it was the first time in months literally in months when i just couldn't wait to finally start talking to you again and to record this episode and i was like yes today is the day and one of the things that i felt so grateful for is that i was not pushing myself to doing the podcast and recording when I didn't feel like it, when I couldn't find my mojo, when I couldn't find my words, when I 
you know, I the the only thing that I had in my in my head was this pressure of feeling of obligation that I should be doing this, even though I didn't want it to do it at the time. So I'm so grateful that I didn't push myself, but I really waited until it kind of um I don't know, changed, transformed, faded away and uh, and left me feeling amazing and feeling stronger and feeling grateful for my life. <laughs> and that's what this episode will be about. Okay, we are 13 minutes into the recording and I think I'm done with the introduction. <laughs> okay, I need a sip of tea. Where do I start? It's like I, I feel that I have so many starts, I have so many strings that I want to pull, I have so many things that I want to talk about. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna start from the end. And the end, one of the last things that I did preparing the materials, the content for today's episode was um, Taking the book by Brenna Brown. She wrote a book, Atlas of the Heart. I'm gonna double check the title, yes. Atlas of the Heart, about mapping meaningful connections and the language of human experience. And I remembered that one of the chapters in that book was about gratitude. So of course I wanted to check what Brenna Brown says about gratitude and how she defines it. And I found this really kind of beautiful short explanation of what gratitude is. And she says that gratitude is an emotion that reflects our deep appreciation for what we value, for what brings meaning to our lives and what makes us feel connected to ourselves and others. And I'm gonna build the episode a little bit around that definition. So it's an emotion of deep appreciation. And that was one of the first things that I noticed when I started to practice gratitude. Because like I said, as much as it is an emotion, it is also a practice, a way of living, a way of seeing life that we can consciously, deliberately practice every day. So one of the first things that I noticed when I when I started doing gratitude practices was this um, kind of like searching for this sensation, this this feeling, this, this tingling of appreciation of something that I value, something that brings meaning to my life. And I'm gonna give you an example. So. The thing that I do now quite regularly, not every evening, but most of the evenings, is that I, I take my calendar and I have this calendar that has one week on one page. So there is just a little bit of space for every day on the, on the page, just maybe for like five to seven lines of handwriting. So I take my calendar and I, uh, in the evening when I'm already in bed, I take a moment to write down at least three things that I feel grateful for, for, for what happened in that day, 
that is, you know, ending when I'm in bed. And it's a very common practice. It's also not something that I'm doing for the first time. I used to do it um, years ago when um, when I was kind of like starting my um, journey into the self, I would say. I wanted to say spiritual journey, but it's not. It's just journey journey into self-discovery. So I used to do that and I came back to this practice, but I noticed an interesting thing, a beautiful thing, that when I take a pen in the evening to write down these three things that I feel most grateful for, at first it was a natural tendency of my brain to look for... um, the greatest moments of the day, something that I should feel grateful for. And when I say this, should feel grateful for, I'm doing this air quotes, uh, something that, you know, logically is something to feel grateful for because something amazing happened. Or even if nothing amazing happened on that day, then just something really big, something that I remember the most from the day. And at first, I was just doing that. I was writing down these things that I remember the most, that were standing out from the day. Um, But then I realized, when I actually gave myself a moment to, to connect to this feeling of deep appreciation for something that I value, something that really brings meaning to my life, something that, like Brené Brown says, makes me feel connected to myself and others, then I realized that very often I ended up writing down the tiniest things, not something great that happened during the day, but a small thing like talking to my mom over the phone or receiving a message from a friend or very often these were things connected with other people or this one meaningful moment, this deep connection in a conversation that I had with a friend when we were at the pool. That's a good example actually with that pool. So my friend, he invited me to this amazing pool place resort in Iceland which is located right by the ocean and you sit in warm geothermal water you have the view on the ocean you can go into the ocean it's it's amazing and the, the, there is a restaurant there and the food was great and when the evening came of that day when we when we had been to that place I took my notebook I took my calendar and my natural, my, my first natural thought was to write down that I am grateful for that day at Kvamsvik that happened. But then I realized that when I just see that sentence, it doesn't bring much to me. It doesn't evoke this feeling of deep appreciation, of me feeling connected. So I started to think again about what happened on that day when we were at that place, me and my friend, and what I was the most grateful for in that whole situation, which lasted for a couple of of hours. And I ended up writing, one of the things that I wrote was this one 
a moment of, that I felt of really deep connection through a meaningful, beautiful conversation when I felt very vulnerable and very open, opened and I felt this vulnerability and openness from my friend as well. And that was the moment that really brought the feeling of gratitude into me. Because in this practice of gratitude, at least for me, it's not that much about, it's not that much of a mental practice. Um, so what I mean, it's, it's not that I mentally look for things that I should be grateful for. You know, like, I should be grateful that I have water, uh, running water in my tap. Like, not everybody in the world has running water, especially not as healthy, yummy, delicious running water that you can drink straight from a tap, like here in Iceland. That I should be grateful for my home and my health and my relationships and this and that and da-da-da-da-da. And when I was doing that, Sure, it was doing something. It, it. I'm not saying that it's not a valid thing to do. But I realized that to me it was like a, really like a mental practice. Like, a, you know, finding things that I should logically be grateful for. So what I started doing, and I think that this really truly was a game changer for me, is that I started to f- look for the feeling of gratitude in my body, this sensation of deep appreciation, this sensation that I have, again, when I do it in the evening, I reflect just on this one day that happened. So I'm searching, like remembering the day, you know, moment by moment, this all these big moments that I remember and the little moments in between, I am really giving myself time and allowing myself to find this, the word that comes to me right now is delightfulness. Delightfulness in this feeling of like, oh, that was a really beautiful moment. That was a really nice moment. And that was the moment that in my my body it felt like, "Mm," or it felt like, ooh, or whatever you want to say. Very often when I tap into my body and I look for words to share of like how it felt in the body, I don't tap with actual words, but with some kind of like mm or ooh or ah feelings. So what I started to do is instead of practicing gratitude mentally, I started to practicing embodying the gratitude. I like I, I want to ask you, like, do you follow? Do you know what I mean? I hope you do. I hope it makes at least a little bit of sense. So in practicing gratitude, in, in, in evoking this deep embodiment of gratitude, it's not about a kind of logically forcing yourself that, okay, I should be grateful for this, I should be grateful for that, I should be grateful for that, because I have it and not everybody has it. But instead, my recommendation, something that you might want to try, or maybe you already do it like this, it's something that works for me, 
it's this allowing the gratitude to fill me up from inside out instead of logically inviting it from outside in i should be grateful for that because i have it i should be grateful for that it's coming from inside out looking for this feeling of appreciation of this feeling of love essentially gratitude gratitude is about evoking love and i want to elaborate on that a little bit in a moment but finding this feeling of deep appreciation love and thankfulness that just makes my heart open up more and in order to do that i personally i need a moment i need time with myself and when i started to do it like this kind of from inside out looking for gratitude kind of like in my body in my cells and allowing it to spread through my whole body just from the memory of one tiny moment of the day when i started to do it like this i realized that this is now one of my favorite moments of the day when it's already evening and i you know just have one little lamp or maybe a candle and I take my calendar, I take a pen and I'm like, wow, now it's now it's this moment when I can feel again so grateful for these one or two or three things that happened during the day and and write them down. And this is my recommendation if you want to um, make a practice out of your gratitude, uh, write things down. Uh, it can be in a calendar like I do it. You can have a gratitude journal. It doesn't even need to be every day, but make it a practice. Think about gratitude like a muscle that you train. You want to train yourself, not just your mind. Like I said, it's not a mental process. It's like a whole body, whole being process of training my whole being, training my nervous system, training my body, training my mind, training my energy to flow towards gratitude and to be brought into life by things that make me feel grateful. And that's how it works for me now. That's what I call embodied gratitude. And sometimes I stop during the day and I just look around or I close my eyes and I search for this feeling of gratitude from inside out. And I'm like, what am I most grateful for right now? Like what I really feel that brings at least a glimpse of gratitude for me. And if I could just stop and look around, I I would very often end up with just logical answers. Oh, I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful that I have food in a fridge. And don't get me wrong, these are not bad things to be grateful for. These are amazing things to be grateful for. But what I'm inviting you to do is to search for this attitude of gratitude, this feeling, this embodied mm, something that truly makes you feel grateful. And when I stop and close my eyes or with my eyes open, I look around. But I mostly look inside me, 
the feelings are inside us. So the feeling of gratitude is something that is inside me. And I check, what am I most grateful for right now? It's almost like I'm asking myself with utmost curiosity and awaiting what kind of answer, what kind of response will come up from my system, from myself, from my body. And sometimes I am so surprised by the answers that come to me, because sometimes these are not these logical answers that I something that I should be grateful for, but the, 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 the craziest little things. And sometimes these are big, deep answers, like especially when you know when I connect to the feeling that. Not everybody in the world is as privileged as I am. Not everybody in the world feel, lives in a safe place. Then I feel this deep gratitude of being to able to live in a place where there is no war, where there is no armed conflict, where I feel safe to go out on the street, where I have money to buy whatever food I want in the store, and so on and so forth. But it's this, even when I keep talking to you right now i i kind of feel tears coming to my eyes just by connecting to that feeling but it's this connection that matters to me this embodied feeling of wow this actually is amazing this actually is a miracle and sometimes when i connect deeply to my own body I feel so grateful that my heart is beating for me or my lungs are breathing for me or my feet walk me, you know, and I they take me wherever I can. But it's a different feeling than being mentally grateful that I have legs because not everybody has legs. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> there is always a but. <laughs> and I was once said that the word but cancels everything that was said before <laughs> so i don't want you to feel that i'm gonna cancel everything that i said before with that but but i want to make like a one um, disclaimer inspired by uh, an email exchange between me and one of my um, subscribers of the newsletter who she replied to to the letter that I said about what do you feel most grateful today and then we started a short conversation that was a very inspirational one and she uh, said to me that for her uh, practicing gratitude and gratitude journal was one of the things that um, were very helpful for her depressive states and it's a no surprise there is a ton of research about how gratitude is healing on every level of our being from you know regulating or helping to regulate our blood pressure to helping to cope with depression um to uh, you know like all kinds of things decreasing the level of uh, cortisol in your body and so on and so forth so she shared about how it was helpful for her in her um coping with depression but she she also noticed a very important thing and a, a very true thing that if you have never practiced gratitude before if this is not something that comes naturally to you then at the beginning it feels awkward 
at the beginning it feels weird when you take a piece of paper and you start writing I feel grateful for the family that I have I feel grateful for the hamburger that I ate today I feel grateful for this I feel grateful for that at the beginning if you have never done this before it feels weird it feels strange it feels awkward it feels square it feels fake even and then she noticed a super beautiful and important thing that just allow it to be like this allow it to feel awkward or weird or strange because it will go away it's just a phase again i'm gonna make this comparison to um practicing at the gym if it's your first time at the gym ever and maybe you use some equipment that you've never seen before and your body is moving in you know you you use muscles that you didn't even know that you had it might feel weird it might feel forced it might feel unnatural but it becomes easier with every time you go to the gym until it just becomes your lifestyle and i like to think that with gratitude it's the same that if you are starting i would say um this might feel awkward weird or fake but the more you do it the more natural it becomes until it becomes just your way of seeing things to the point that i sometimes it's it's not my natural state of being but i sometimes have moments or days when i just look around and literally everywhere around me i see the reason to be grateful and there are also other days when i just look around me and everything seems to be miserable and you know i am the most miserable of them all but still on days like this i take that calendar most days and i take a moment to close my eyes and reflect on the day and find something at least one thing that brings at least a glimpse of joy a glimpse of gratitude this kind of soft nice warm and fuzzy feeling that goes all over my body another thing that i like doing as a gratitude practice is pouring my gratitude to others i'm gonna call it like this it's something that happened this morning like i said i woke up just feeling really good i did my meditation i did my gratitude practice and i just felt so alive and just so blessed and i thought about all the people that are in my life that i'm just so blessed to have them in my life and i ended up sending short messages voice messages or text messages one to my friend one to my sister one to another friend just with this short message like to my sister it was just like hey i love you i wish you a good day and to my friend and i sent a voice message telling him that hey i'm just having this good mood today and i wanted to let you know that i am so grateful for having you as my friend and i wish you a good day and that's a beautiful practice it's not something that i do you know all day every day all the time but it's a 
beautiful practice that reminds me that I am surrounded by kind people, by good people. And it helps me for my... Mm, this kind of core wound that I have inside me. Now it's, now it's gonna get intimate and serious. So there is this part of me, this little wounded Magdalena that always feels alone and not wanted and not needed and not good enough and so on and so forth. And I think I'm, again, I'm not the only one who has this part, I'm sure. And gratitude is like a therapy for this part of me that feels not wanted or not needed or not good enough. Simply by telling people or telling myself the things that I'm grateful for or telling people that I am grateful for them, I feel that it heals something deeply inside me in, in, a, in a way that I cannot describe, but I feel that it's happening. And I feel that each moment of me practicing gratitude makes me stronger. Stronger in a sense of like more resilient, but also stronger in a way that I feel courage to come out to the world with open heart and with the vulnerability. So living the life of being truly alive being connected, being open, touching the world and letting the world touch me. I feel that gratitude is like magic potion that reminds me that this life is worth living. And I I take a look at my notes right now and I have this in in, in you know capital letters uh, what gratitude reminds me or what it, what gratitude does for me. And gratitude reminds me to live now. It reminds me practicing, consciously practicing gratitude, sharing it with my friends, writing things in my gratitude journal, taking a pause during the day just to look around or to look inside me and find this one glimpse of gratitude in me. All this, it reminds me that life is now and that I am so rich that I have in this moment everything I need to. And this moment is everything I have. It's something that I sometimes remind my clients who come for Lomi sessions with me, that this moment is all that you have. And the quality of this moment is the quality of your life. So why not make it a good one if you can? And if it's a simple thing as just stopping, taking a breath and searching inside you for this deep feeling of gratitude for this one breath or for anything else that comes up. And practicing gratitude reminds me that I don't need to wait for anything, that there is nothing to wait for, nothing like I will be happy when this and that happens. Raise your hand if you ever had that thought. I'm raising both of my hands right now and one foot. It's, it used to be so much me. 
And still sometimes I have this, this, these thoughts. Oh, I will be happy when this happens. I will be happy when that happens. Oh, and when, when, I, when I achieve this, then I will be so deeply satisfied. And you know, it's not true. I mean, you know, some of these things, they do come true. And then they give me a moment of satisfaction or a moment of happiness. But it's such a fake and false idea of waiting until something happens and then you will be happy. And what gratitude is doing for me personally is that it reminds me that it's actually the opposite things. It's not that I will be happy when or I will be grateful when things will change. Then I will have so many reasons to be grateful for. But instead of that, it is rather... When I am grateful now, things will change. And they always do. Simply because I change my attitude. I change my attitude into attitude of gratitude. And it doesn't necessarily mean that suddenly a great, amazing thing happens in my life. And, you know, I make millions or, you know, suddenly, I don't know some grand thing happens, it's not about that, but things do change when I am grateful for them, simply because gratitude brings all my energy into this moment, into this day, or sometimes just into this one breath, just into this one person that I can connect to and I can tell them, hey, I'm so grateful for you. And that changes everything for me. That changes my world. And sometimes some outside um, events, situations, amazing coincidences, sometimes they happen, sometimes they don't. But it's this feeling that I have of a deep relief that I don't need to wait for anything or I don't need to wait for anybody in order to be who I want to be right now and to have the life that I want to have right now in this very moment and it starts for being it starts with being grateful for this very moment well I, I know that it sounds you know big and grand but uh, but that's how I feel it that's how I feel it so that's how I share it and one sentence that I have written here in my notes is the more you are grateful, the more you are grateful. <laughs> and it's this amazing effect of um, inviting more gratitude consciously into my life, becoming gratitude, embodying gratitude, practicing gratitude, sharing gratitude with others, that the more I am grateful, the more I am grateful. The more I do it, the easier it becomes. Again, just like with a gym. It might feel awkward or difficult at the beginning and you're just, you know, dying after 15 minutes. But then it just becomes easier and it becomes fun. And I realize that it's the same with gratitude for me. That the more I do it, if I have a couple of days when I do my evening gratitude practice regularly, then it becomes so much easier. And during the day, I have this spontaneous glimpses of gratitude, these spontaneous thoughts, this spontaneous feeling of me being just showered 
with the feeling of deep appreciation for this very moment. And I'm going to keep saying it again and again and again. These are very often tiny moments, little things. Cutting a slice of bread that I baked myself. And the thing that I'm most grateful for, I, I feel like crying literally right now. I have tears in my eyes. The, the thing that I feel most grateful for is that I made this bread following the recipe that I got from my mom. And it was so much fun to be with her on the phone and just following her instructions and then to make the bread like she makes it and then to have it because it's like having a little bit of the feeling of home and you know my my mom here with me oh now i'm full on crying <laughs> but is this one of amazing things that gratitude does for me i'm a crybaby i like i like when life moves me to tears in this good way you know what i mean when when something just feels so good so beautiful so heartwarming that that you cannot help but cry. I love this feeling. Um, I like to watch movies that move me to tears because they are so beautiful. I love to listen to music that brings tears of deep appreciation and just heart connectedness into me. I like this feeling. It's the feeling that makes me feel alive and that makes me feel grateful that I am privileged to to have this adventure here on earth, to be on the journey, to experience life in this body, in this way, to contribute to the world in the way I contribute. And practicing gratitude brings me so many moments of this, of this deep appreciation and tears into my eyes and my whole body just relaxing into the safety of that this feels good, that this journey called life at this moment feels good and safe. And in the long term, I feel that one of the things that it does, it, it brings this resilience for the moments when things are difficult, when things are hard. Because life is, <laughs> that is one of my mantras, life is. Life happens all the time. Life is alive. And sometimes it's beautiful and sometimes it's tragic. Sometimes hard things happen. Sometimes difficult things happen. And I feel that by appreciating all the good moments, all the little things, I, I, I build resilience for the moments when things are not so good, when it's getting hard, when it's getting difficult, when, when it's getting dark, that it's somehow easier for me to stay connected to myself by all the <laughs> power of gratitude <laughs> that I have gathered in me. Again, I know that it sounds big and I know that it sounds grand, but I think I want it to sound like this. I think I think I want it to be like this. I want you to feel that it's a big thing for me because it is. Because ultimately it is a big thing to be alive and to be able to experience this life in 
all kinds of ways. And I know that all of us, we are always doing our best to navigate in, in, in all this, in all this that we call life. We always do our best to navigate in it. And gratitude and gratefulness, thankfulness, it's one of these things that helps me navigate better in life. And ultimately, it's something that I feel that helps me to be a better human in a sense that it kind of helps me to connect into my essence, into my nature, which ultimately is love. So, dum -da -da -dum, everything boils down to love. It kind of reminds me on a deep level about about love, about so many people to love, so many things to be grateful for in love, so many moments to love, that there are so many reasons to be in love with my life and to be the love embodied and to show up in this world with love and to touch it with love. Okay, so I gave you a couple of examples of different things that I've been doing in order to cultivate gratitude, to practice gratitude as a way of connecting to myself more and to the whole world around me. Starting from one of the most popular things, like I said, the gratitude journal, writing down at least one thing, in my case it's three but writing down at least one thing that you are grateful for and really write it down because it does make a difference. Or another thing that I mentioned to just every now and then during the day, stop and search for this feeling of appreciation now in you. What are you grateful for now in this very moment? Or again, like I said, writing messages to your friends or sending them messages, calling them, meeting them in person and telling them how much you are grateful that they are in your life. And there are a couple of other things that I've been experimenting with, trying, doing. And one of these things is something that I call a morning gratitude prayer. And it's a very simple thing. I'm conditioning myself I'm training myself again I'm gonna keep coming back to this reminder that it is a training so I train myself that the first thought that I think when I wake up is either I love you or thank you one of these two and thinking I love you as one of the first things when I wake up has been my practice for years to the point when it becomes, but it became a habit and it is an unconditional thing for me now that usually, not always, but on most days, my first thought when I wake up is good morning, I love you and today will be a good day full of miracles. And recently I started to practice more with starting the day also with this prayer of gratitude. Simply, with my eyes still closed when I wake up. 
my first thought is thank you. Thank you for this new day. Thank you that I woke up. Thank you that I can live this day today. And you can find whatever words you find, whatever feels good for you. And these words might be different every day. Sometimes you just might want to say thank you, as simple as that. And there is actually something so immensely powerful about just saying the word thank you as one of the first things in the morning. And when I think about it now, I think that the inspiration for this practice in my life comes from a song. Some of you who are my Lomi clients, some of you, you know this song because I sometimes play it um, when I do Lomi. And I'm gonna put the link to the song in the description of this podcast, but I would like to quote the beginning of this song to you. The beginning of the song is spoken by Muji. And it's a beautiful prayer of gratitude. And it goes like this. Beloved, try this. Start each day like this and yours will be a beautiful, peaceful, open and loving day. Place your hand on your heart and lower your head and begin by saying thank you. Thank you to life. Thank you for life. Thank you for you. Thank you for me. Thank you for the mind and the senses. Thank you that I can say thank you. Thank you for each and every encounter today. Thank you for what is bitter or sweet, for all our gifts for my growing. Thank you. Thank you, life. Thank you. So again, these are the words from the song thank you to which i'm going to put a link in the description of this episode and it's something that i've been doing recently in the morning putting a hand on my heart and saying thank you for this day because it is a gift and again when you do it if you decide to do it don't make it just a mental practice But with a hand on your heart, give yourself a moment to really, truly connect to how it feels in your body, how gratitude shows up in your body, what kind of a feeling it is in your body when you connect to this idea that this day, as it's starting, is already worth to be grateful for. So that's one of the things morning gratitude prayer prayer of gratitude another thing that i want to share with you it's a story uh, something that i did and that had a profound impact on me i still feel it to this day so when i started to experiment with gratitude like i like to say it and pay much more attention to expressing my gratitude i was in poland back then this is country where i come from i was in my home village i went for a walk and i visited the cemetery since i was a child i really liked to do that i like to visit 
graveyards, cemeteries. Uh, so each time I visit my home village, I go to visit my ancestors who are buried there. And I would always, normally I would always stop by each and every um, stone with their names on it. And I would just have a moment of silence or saying a prayer. But the time, that one time, I did it differently. I visited each and every, what's the word for it? Grave. Each and every grave. And for example, when I was standing by the grave of my one of my grandmothers, they both passed away. And I would remember all the things that I could remember about her. All the memories that came up at that very moment. And I would just say thank you. Thank you, Grandma, for this and that. And thank you for teaching me this. And thank you for doing that. And thank you for this one day when we did this and this. And I would go on and on in my, in my heart or just whispering it. Expressing my gratitude for that person even though that person passed away but still my gratitude for this person lives until this day and I visited each and every grave and I did the same thing with each and every person who was important for me and there are of course also some people buried there who are my ancestors but I don't remember them because I was either very little when they passed away or they died before I was even born. So in that case, I would still stop by each and every grave and I would just say thank you to them for being my ancestors because I am thanks to them. Just think about how big it is you are because your ancestors were here before you. And it turned out to be such a beautiful, powerful, connecting practice for me. It brought me so much appreciation for my life, for the whole story of my family, my ancestors. It gave me such strong connection to my roots that I can feel up to this day. So this might be a practice that you don't you might want to try. If you cannot cannot visit a graveyard for various reasons, you might want to write a letter to one or many of your ancestors who passed away or just put your hand on your heart and share your prayer of gratitude with them. And if you remember some things about them, if you have memories with them, then my invitation is be specific. It is so much fun and so much joy and it's so wholesome, at least that's how it felt for me, to be able to say thank you for all these specific little things that this or that person did for me, something that I remember all these years after. And many, in many cases, most often, these are the things that I didn't have a chance to say thank you back then when they happened because they felt so ordinary 
but now they are one of the most cherished memories. I think I would love to <laughs> share with you um, some of the examples of the things that um, subscribers of my newsletter shared with me, things to be grateful for. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I sent a newsletter and I got so many lovely responses and replies and I want to share some of them with you just to show you first of all my gratitude and appreciation because I got so much joy and fun by reading your stories and your replies but also to to show you that sometimes we feel the most grateful for the tiniest things like one of the first replies I got was from my um, Lomi Lomi client. She's also my Lomi student. She took a Lomi training with me. And she wrote, I am so grateful that my partner was able to come to Grotta with me. So those of you who are not from Iceland, Grotta is a, is a place in, um, in uh, Reykjavik, in Reykjavik area. But also the moment I started to think a zillion things came up for gratitude because I in my letter asked for one thing and people were replying with a list of things that they're grateful for with this conclusion like the moment I start to think there were more things coming more things that I feel so deeply grateful for and it's this attitude that I shared with you the more you are grateful the more you are grateful because you kind of take your energy towards gratitude and take your awareness towards gratitude and your energy flows where your awareness goes where your attention goes so the moment you start to focus on things that you are grateful for more of them are coming and it's like a flood of things to be grateful for that's why by the way in the evening i just have this practice of writing down three things Otherwise, I would probably end up with, you know, pages and pages and pages every evening. So I have just this little space for f five to seven lines and three things to be grateful for. And another, uh, another of you wrote, I am so grateful today and I could write it every day. I have a home, I have a job, I have my dog. <laughs> However, I am also super grateful that I have an idea for the next painting because I absolutely love developing stuff that appears in my head and it's one of the best feelings and what she wrote it just touched my heart so deeply to be grateful for an idea to be grateful for this flash of creativity it's not even yet here in the physical world it's not a painting that she painted but just to be grateful that I got this idea that that it came to me it, it just touched me so deeply another of you wrote i am oh i lost it i'm grateful for the for the glukkaveder today so again those of you who are not in iceland or from iceland glukkaveder is this kind of weather when it kind of looks good outside but when you go outside, you don't want to be outside because it might be like freezing cold or super windy. So you just end up, you know, sitting by the window, by the window and admiring the weather <laughs> through the window. 
so she wrote, she's also a client of mine, I am grateful for the Glukavedor sitting at the table right now with the sun shining on my face and the feeling is so precious, feeling, feeling held and loved by father son and a winter bird just started to sing. And this is what I'm talking about, that the moment you immerse yourself in the feeling of gratitude, just this the whole moment becomes a gratitude, then everything that happens becomes a reason to be grateful, like a bird that just starts to sing. Um, another one of you wrote, I am thankful for the support and love of my friends and listening to my heart and making my own decisions. And it's something that I also shared with you. It's so important and it's such a beautiful practice that I so strongly invite you to practice, to share your gratitude with others. If you feel grateful for somebody, say them that you are grateful. And uh, yeah, I'm going to share with you a short story in, in that topic. I'm going to come back to, to reading your answers just in a moment, but I want to share a story. So when I started to dive deeper into gratitude and I wanted to kind of, you know, explore it a little bit more and make experiments with gratitude and how to express it. One of the things was uh, that I was exploring was being thankful, saying thank you to somebody. And it's something that I like doing and, you know, I do a lot. I just say thank you to people for all kinds of things that they do to me. But there were moments and there were people and there were days when I would really take effort to express myself with deep gratitude towards these people. And I remember that was this moment when I was in Poland, I was staying at my sister's place and she was at work, her fiancé was at uh, at home and he, he, he did something for me, like a couple of little things, I don't remember what, but something that just ended up being very helpful. And, you know, freed some of my time. And I wanted to thank him. So I said, thank you. But then I elaborated on that. I explained to him, kind of standing there in my vulnerability and with open heart, how how much it helped, how much it has helped me that he did that for me in that way that what it meant to me and all the little things. And I kind of elaborated a little bit on that, which ended up, you know, being something more than just simply thank you. That I wanted that thank you to be meaningful. I wanted to soak it with gratitude that I really felt for him at that moment. And and that, again, that changed something. That changed the temperature in the room. That changed something in my heart. So if you feel grateful for people in your life, let them know that. And if you want to take it deeper, stand there in your vulnerability and open heart and go deeper with that. Thank you. Go deeper with what is that brings so much gratitude into your heart for these people in your life. Um, I want to read a little bit more of what I got from you. There are quite many um, 
replies about being grateful for friends. I'm grateful for friends and the guides I have the honor honor to have if my in my life. I am grateful for so many things, another of you wrote. And it is my experience that finding gratitude for the good in your life is a really the key to happiness. And if you find a spiral of gratitude and joy, you can really feel blessed. And that's what one of you wrote to me. And then he also wrote, I was grateful to hear from my client that our session yesterday was deeply healing for her and that she hasn't felt that good for months. And I was also grateful to hear that my mom has recovered from her flu and that I was finally able to visit her again for the first time since the New Year's Day. Another of you wrote, I'm not sure if it's the most grateful, but I am so grateful that I have a job and not just in a sense of making money, uh, even though that is important, but I am just grateful for being useful and that I can support somebody, that I am important, that I am needed and that I have resources. And it's, again, such a beautiful moment of realization that I have a job, but not just this from mental point of view yeah i have a job so i have money and you know there are some people who don't have job and don't have money but what i'm really grateful about having a job and the conclusion from that person was that i feel useful i can support people i feel needed i feel wanted and i have resources that i can share with others Another review wrote, the first thing that comes to my mind is good health, which is most important. And I just realized, just reading his, um, his reply, that I, I don't practice it often enough. <laughs> just connecting to the feeling that I am healthy. I have a beautiful, functional, <laughs> strong, healthy body. And it's such a gift. And it's, you know, it's, it's this, it's truth, actually, that we very often appreciate the things the most when we lose them. So the moment I am not 100% healthy, when I, you know, catch a flu or have a food poisoning or whatever, I, I never had any serious illness. But just these moments when something happens to my body, when I have some pain somewhere, I realize like, wow what a gift and what a privilege it is to have a healthy body, to be healthy, to be strong, to have, and now I really feel it coming from my heart, not just from logical blah, 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 but to have two legs and two arms and eyes that can see and that I have a voice right now. I feel so grateful for that, that I have a voice that I can use to share a little bit of me with the world. Another reply that I got from you is, I was thinking how grateful I can be for having a great working colleague around me. There is never a dull moment which makes it easy to go to work every day. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, please tell that colleague that he or she, that they are so important to you and that it's so fun to come to work because you know that they are there and it's never a dull moment. It's, it's, it's important to share it with people. Please, let's do it more often. Let's say to each other how 
amazing we are, how important we are, how inspiring we are to each other, how grateful we are for each other. This is such a beautiful practice. And another of you wrote, I am grateful. Uh, Now when I think about it, I am very grateful about a lot of things. I just came from Bali when people are super nice. Weather is good. And I am very glad that I went there to get to know all these colors of life. So it's this being grateful for an experience, which is an amazing practice. And then he wrote, I am also very happy to come home and hug and kiss my family. What a treasure I have. Oh, I, lo- I love your replies. I have them printed and I just keep going through them over and over again. I'm not going to read uh, all of them because there are so many. Um, but I just wanted to give you an idea, a glimpse of all kinds of things that we can be grateful for. And very often it just boils down to relationships to the moments of appreciation, like in that um, definition of gratitude that I shared with you at the beginning from Brenna Brown, that it's an emotion that reflects our deep appreciation for something that we value, something that brings, brings meaning to our lives and something that makes us feel connected to ourselves and others. And finally, there is one last thing that I want to share with you in that episode. One of the frequent replies that I got from you to that uh, to that uh, newsletter when I asked you to share things that you're grateful for, one of the things that I got a lot was that people were writing to me that they are grateful for me, for Magdalena, that they are grateful for my podcast or that they are grateful for my newsletter and how honestly I share myself or that they are grateful just for this question that I got from them or that they are grateful for my massages, something that was connected to me. And it just felt, you know, it felt nice and it felt good. But at the same time, I was like, oh, just come on, you don't need to be so nice to me. You know, I had this kind of a feeling that I was not fully able to to take it in. And I didn't know what it was until uh, this very morning when I listened to a message from my friend. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a context of a situation. So my friend, she she has felt a little bit down recently. And even though she does amazing things in her life, she's an artist and she creates beautiful things. She kind of, you know, lost herself a little bit. She uh, suffers from depression. So there are days when she really cannot find, you know, herself or reasons to be happy or reasons to be grateful or just reasons to be alive. And a couple of days ago, we had a conversation in which I just kind of spontaneously shared a couple of things that I feel about her art and what it does to me and what I think it does to people. And then she ended up sharing one of the messages that he got. For, she got from her client about the same thing, how her art and herself and her story inspired that person to do a particular thing in life. And then I woke up today, and the day was already good when I woke up. 
and I I I saw a message, uh, a voice message from my friend, and I started to listen to that. And her conclusion was that it has helped her so much to hear these words of appreciation and gratitude from other people. The moment she allowed herself to really take them in. Because sometimes, some of us, myself included, and I think my friend from that story as well, we have trouble taking in something that people say about us that is good. And what my friend compared it to, it's like the most yummy and delicious and nourishing food. And when you are hungry, just allow others to feed you. Allow others to give this most amazing and nourishing and delicious food and to really feed your soul with the words of appreciation and gratitude. And this has changed my way. I'm, I'm, I'm still, uh, you know, processing that because I feel that, um, I'm, I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound to you like a big thing, but, but to me it is a shift of perspective that it kind of showed me that I don't need to always feed myself. You know what I mean? That I don't need to always be the resourceful one and the responsible one and always, you know, take care of myself and just hold myself all the time, that sometimes I can allow others to do that for me, especially if they just do it, do it because they want to, because it feels good, just like it felt good for me today to write a couple of words to my sister that I love her and appreciate her and I wish her a good day. It was the most amazing thing for me to do. And I realized that sometimes when my clients write me these things or people who listen to this podcast or people who read my newsletters, that it's like they bring me the most delicious, yummy meal for the soul. And I want to take it and eat that meal and really allow myself to enjoy it. Um, And again, I'm saying it out loud because maybe you need that inspiration that when somebody tells you something nice about yourself, They express their gratitude for you. They do it for themselves because it feels good to be grateful and it feels even better to share it with the world. And they do it for you so you can take it like the most delicious meal for the soul and allow it to nourish you, to strengthen you, to make you feel better. Uh, Especially when you have a day when you feel that you cannot feed yourself. You know what I mean? I have uh, screenshots of messages from some of my clients full of love and appreciation and thankfulness and gratitude. And most of the time I am a high-functioning, beautiful human being, but life happens and there are days when I feel down, when I feel doubtful, when I don't feel capable. And... These are the moments where a part of reaching out to my friends for help or doing all kinds of other things that help me, I sometimes like to read these messages from those people just as a reminder that 
in their opinion, I did something good for them in that very moment. I helped him somehow. And I allow this gratitude to nourish me and to strengthen me, um, knowing that I don't need to always hold myself, that there are others who sometimes do it for me. And we do it for each other just because it feels good. And ultimately, I feel that this is in our nature to share gratitude with each other, to share it with the whole world. So it just becomes... Oh, it's gonna sound so, you know, grand, but it just becomes a better and better and better place to live with more and more people living wholeheartedly, touchfully, supporting each other. And one of the ways to do it is through gratitude. And I think I'm gonna stop here. <laughs> oh, I need a breath, a deep breath. And I feel, guess what, <laughs> so grateful for having done that, for, you know, not postponing the recording of this episode anymore, but just really following the moment when I felt like, yes, today's the day, Magdalena, now is the great moment to talk about gratitude. I'm grateful for my life, so many aspects of it. I think just, you know, talking about gratitude for over one hour, it did something for me. It again opened up this deeper level of appreciation for life inside me. So I end up this episode feeling really grateful. Thank you for all of you who listened to this. Thank you me for me for showing up and sharing a little bit of myself and my world. Thanks to all of you who replied to my newsletter and shared your reasons to be grateful for. It's been so much fun to read them and to share some of them in this episode. Thank you for you. Thank you for doing your best. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll talk to you next time. Aloha and bye.